Money FM 89.3, best of your money. Money and me on your money, only on Money FM 89.3. Your health, your wealth. Understanding your integrated shield plan options. Brought to you by Raffles Health Insurance. Welcome to the sixth episode of our very special series, Your Health, Your Wealth, Understanding Your Integrated Shield Plan Options. I'm Michelle Martin. Over the past couple of weeks, we've helped you understand what an integrated shield plan is, whether or not you need one, and how much it could cost you if you enter the plan at different stages of your life. Now, today we dive deeper into the all-important question, should you review your IP on occasion, when exactly, and when that happens, Should you decide on changing your plan or provider, what happens next? Dr. Isaac Liu is a pediatrician from Raffles Hospital. Good morning, Dr. Liu. How are you? Good morning, Michelle. How are you? Thank you for having me on your show. Oh, so good to speak with you. All right, we're talking about reviewing your IP at different points of times of your life. So what life stage would you say you're at, Dr. Liu? Right, so I'm sort of mid-career. I'm nearing 40. I am planning for my family. I'm planning for my first child, actually. So this is a perfect uh, situation um, that really resonates with me, what we're going to talk about today. So I'm very happy to be here to share uh, my personal as well as professional reflections on this topic. Oh, fantastic. Congratulations on the upcoming birth of your first child. Did you say that's going to happen soon, huh? Thank you very much. Now, um, I'm always on the cusp of retirement, it feels like. I'm always planning for my retirement. So um, <laughs> it's always a good time for me to plan ahead. But for the listener oh. out there wondering, is there a right time to review an IP? What do you say to that question? Right. So there are really four life stages and four milestones whereby one should think about the IP very seriously. And that's really from the consideration of making sure that you don't really have to worry about your health bill. And your health bill is one of those things which, unlike any other, sometimes has no ceiling. So you're really preparing for that perhaps unfortunate event whereby it may actually affect your your savings drastically. So these four stages, I would say, are the first. When you're young, when you're just out working, when you are financially becoming independent, I think that's a good time to think about your IP. You may have had an IP that's already been paid for by your parents till then. Mm. When you reach that stage, you really want to see if you can think about boosting your cover in a way that is affordable to you. Because that's the stage in life where you are most healthy, underwriting is most likely to be successful, and your premiums are probably the lowest at that point in time. Now, when you start getting to the life phase I'm in, whereby you are starting to prepare for your family. So let me just tell you, I have to pay the IP um, premiums for my elderly parent. I am thinking about covering my spouse, my dependent, as well as my own. And at this point in time, like many other people, I have other financial considerations, many financial obligations, home loan, car loan. All of that comes together. So it's very important at this stage to think about both how you can boost cover for your family mm-hmm. as well as do it in a cost-effective and affordable way. So that would be, I say, the second milestone. Now, when you are in the prime of your life, when you are successful in your career, you think you can boost your cover even further because now you can afford the premiums easily. That's when you would want to also think about reviewing IP plan to see if that's adequate for you. Bear in mind then, at this point in time, you are probably maybe late 30s, early 40s, 
some of my friends have had things like blood pressure creeping in and things like that. So this is the time where you really want to be careful that you're adequately covered. At the same time, you also want to be thinking carefully if you're doing a switch because there are also underwriting considerations. And finally, when you are, as you say, retiring and planning for retirement, that's the point in time where your income may not be commensurate, for example, with some of the uh, obligations that you now have. And you also want to think very carefully about passing on these costs to your family members, uh, maybe your children. Your premiums will be now paid for by your children. So you do have to factor in all these costs. Of course, everybody's life situation is very different and the, co- the considerations are different. But these are sort of things you want to balance. Your medical coverage, mm-hmm. your own financial obligations and those of your family and your, your loved ones. Okay, I think I've just aged myself 50 years by telling listeners I'm on the cusp of retirement. I'd like to just say that I'm always thinking I would like to retire. I like the idea I'm, of retirement. I'm not there yet. Uh, of course. Same for me. Yeah. Um, I, I like to retire tomorrow. Exactly. <laughs> All right. You get the spirit of it. Now, for listeners who are listening in and they're worried about affordability of an IP, would you say that there is an affordable plan regardless of how much a person is making in life? Let me just sort of lay out the considerations on affordability. So, IPs, there are two parts to it, right? The main plan as well as the rider. So, most of the time, MediSafe, having a withdrawal limit to pay for part of the main plan does help us out to reduce the out-of-pocket cost. And then you have to consider what are the out-of-pocket costs that have been borne by yourself over and above MediSafe uh, additional withdrawal limits, as well as then the rider. So these are sort of the components that you've got to think about in terms of your IP calculations. So it's all about cash flow. So it's all about your current income and sort of thinking about whether that can cover the cash flow. The good thing is most premiums are generally affordable. Mm-hmm. You do have to do some planning uh, in order to make sure that you get that right vis-a-vis all the other considerations you've just, I've just mentioned with regards to your family and all the other financial obligations. Oh, it's right. important to choose the right plan and choose the right tier that suits your needs because there are different premium tiers based on the benefits that are afforded by that plan. Got it. Let's go to that first milestone, Dr. Liu, that you sure. mentioned, young adults. Yeah. What do young adults need to know about the importance of health insurance and IPs in particular? So most young adults don't think about health at all because you are Superman, you're invisible, and that's often the last thing on your mind. Most young adults think about what they, what they have in terms of disposable income to spend on daily needs, to spend on daily wants even. But it's important at this point in time to really think about saving up for the future. And this sounds very like a nag, but it's important because, as I mentioned earlier, when you are young, your health is probably the best, your underwriting is probably the easiest at that point in time, and your premiums are the lowest. So it's a good time to really start getting into IP plan, thinking very carefully about doing that as a long-term investment for your own future. So you mentioned that you're part of that sandwich generation, right? You're thinking about your family's needs and you're also thinking about your um, parents' needs. Is that right? So for people in that generation uh, with mounting bills, uh, plenty to pay for, plenty to be responsible for, what are their options when it comes to switching IPs? What should they be thinking about? So when you are looking at the whole range of IP plans, again, there are two things. There are tiers mm-hmm. and there are also different insurers. There are seven insurers in Singapore. So what you really want to do is to be able to get an IP plan that is cost effective in terms of premiums and also with an insurer that has a good track record of healthcare because you don't just want to look at the cost per se, but you really also want to look at the quality of healthcare that you can get with that plan. Mm -hmm. Um, And the other thing would also be to choose the tier 
that you need. So there are plans covering C-class wards, B-class wards, A-class wards in government hospitals as well as private hospitals. So the what is not a one-size-fits-all, depending on your situation and your needs, you may have to choose the plan that you can best afford given your circumstances. So what should a listener do if they find uh, coverage or affordability of their family's IP has become an issue after they review things? What are, what, what are their options? So the options would be, first of all, really to, to look around and look at the premium tables are all available on the net. You look and choose your insurer carefully. The second thing would be also to choose your tier carefully. Now, a word of caution that it is always easier to downgrade your plan than to upgrade. What, what do I mean by that? When you upgrade, generally you have to go through underwriting. Mm-hmm. When you downgrade, it tends to be an easier effort. So at every point in your life, the mantra is really, you've probably heard this before from my other colleagues, actually think about the best coverage you can get given your life situation, save up for it if necessary, invest to get uh, the premiums that, to, to be able to pay for those premiums. Mm-hmm. And then uh, when you find that you really can't do that in a sustainable way anymore, you, you may want to think about downgrading. All right, Dr. Liu, you're a pediatrician. Should parents consider getting an IP for their child, their baby? I wonder if you can share a composite, an experience, perhaps, uh, to illustrate the point. Yeah, certainly. So, in my field of work, this is a very common occurrence, what I'm going to describe to you. Oftentimes, your child gets a fever in the most untimely of moments, usually on a weekend at night when everything is closed. So, parents find themselves queuing up at the A&E, in order to be able to seek medical treatment. And oftentimes, it is a time of great worry. It's a time when worry and fear sort of coincide because you really don't know what's next and you're worried that your child may have something very serious. And then a lot of parents find that waiting times are very long at the ANEs, particularly now with the COVID. Mm. So sometimes parents will then find themselves uh, going to private hospitals at the ANE uh, to get a faster waiting time, a faster turnaround time, and a faster admission time. So that's a very common occurrence. I think at this point in time, when you're holding your child with fever in the middle of the night, the last thing you want to be thinking about is your healthcare bill and whether you can afford it. And the last thing you want to be doing is to trade off your child's care for financial consideration. This is why it's important to think very carefully about covering yourself and your family uh, early. Now, oftentimes, the, I would say the government hospitals do provide very good quality healthcare. Uh, private hospital is not for everybody, but a lot of parents I find recently favor uh, getting a IP plan that covers private hospitals because of what I mentioned earlier, the convenience of a shorter waiting time. More importantly, some of them are already following a pediatrician in private, for example, that they trust and they, they really have rapport with. And that's it's really important to be able to be comfortable with your treating pediatrician as well. And so you may want to consider having a, a plan that caters for that provision. Right. And finally, a lot of parents also, I find, actually appreciate the fact of the, the, the provision of having a single room in a private hospital where they can actually room in, with, in privacy with their, their child. This is, again, not a must, but this is something that I find that has been favoured in recent years. So this, a lot of parents, I find, have decided to choose private hospital plans for that reason. And, and, and this is something that is really quite common right now in, in this generation. Well, we're Money FM, so I have to ask the money question. Understand you can get an IP for a child uh, as young as 14 days old. What is the cost of an IP like for a child? So generally, again, because children are young and children are healthy, the premiums are actually fairly low relatively compared to the others. So I would say that 
between, for a child between one year and 18, the average premium is around about 200 per year. And the good news is that a lot of that can be paid out for from Medisafe at that point in time. We do have to also think though, think ahead because you need to be thinking about your future stream of payments and whether you can afford that sort of cover eventually. But early on in life, it is quite affordable. This yep. is the main plan, of course. You're listening to Your Health, Your Wealth. I'm Michelle Martin. Coming up, Working Adults, we cover all the questions you may have in mind about switching your IP plan right now. Speak to our Raffles Health Advisor to learn more about our Raffles Shield A plus Raffles Hospital option. For more information, visit www.raffleshealthinsurance.com. Pediatrician Dr. Isaac Liu from Raffles Hospital is my guest this morning in Your Health, Your Wealth. We are talking about when you should review an IP is now the time for you. All right, when it comes to working adults who may have coverage offered by their companies, what do they need to understand about an IP? So working adults who have uh, company insurance, that's a very wonderful situation because you can put your mind at rest in terms of the health coverage for that moment. But it's important to bear in mind two things. The first is that the most for most of these plans, your company insurance lasts as long as you are employed with that company. So it doesn't last you forever. So it's definitely a very good time while you are fairly healthy, again, to think about getting your own personal shield coverage in order to insure yourself for that period of time after your employment. So that would be the first thing to do. Don't wait till the end. Don't wait till the time when you're about to leave that employment to think about such things because your health may or may not have deteriorated by then. The second thing to think about also is the level of coverage. So most insurance, uh, most company insurances, put it that way, have tiers which depend on which sort of employee tier you are. Mm -hmm. And so you might find that the full hospital bill may not be fully covered by your employment insurance alone. And so it's very useful to have your personal shield plan to bridge that gap even when you're under employment. So I would say think early about your personal shield plan, even if you are employed, uh, even if you have a good company insurance, and also think also about the limits and what your shield may need to step in to pay for. All right, some of our listeners, um, you know, it's been a tough couple of years. COVID frontliners have lost their jobs. People in the F&B industry have lost their jobs. And some of our listeners may be out of work. So does unemployment have to mean that you lose your IP coverage if you can't afford to pay your premiums temporarily? Yeah, great question. So I think when you are an unemployed, I think it's even more important that you shield yourself and shield your savings from that rainy day. So if you have a pot of savings that, obviously at your disposal, it is quite wise to think about actually spending some of that to pay for your IP plan because that's a coverage that is continuous. That's a coverage that would shield also your savings from that catastrophic event if you end up having a bad illness, um, unfortunately, as well. So I think it's important to think really seriously, even if you're unemployed about the cover. Uh, again, it, the, the, the mantra is choose a plan or, or think about staying on a plan tier that best suits your cash flow and income stream at the point in time. Now, we've talked about downgrading quite a bit, but when it comes to upgrading an IP plan, aiming for better coverage, who should be thinking of considering doing that? And can you give an example of someone who's been able to do this successfully? Yeah, great. So, again, I would say that the time of your life when you have covered your family, you've covered your dependents, you are now, you feel a little liberated in terms of your cash flow situation, mm -hmm. you think you are, you are able actually to upgrade your plan, that's a good time to do so. Most, again, most people at that stage in life, perhaps 40s, 
they generally are fairly healthy. So that's a really, really critical window, actually, when you want to be thinking about upgrading for coverage. Because, uh, and I have many friends in that situation who have you know, been able to do that. And I think it's really a worthwhile consideration. Again, there are always competing interests. Again, it's really about where do you want to spend that dollar on. But health, I would tell you, is something that is priceless. And I think it's really worth really worth thinking about that if you're in a situation. So I think in general, if you find that you are able to spare that dollar, think about health. Yep. We're not called your health, your wealth for nothing, this show. Dr. Liu, remind listeners of the key considerations when choosing an IP plan and what RHI offers, which is unique in terms of, uh, you know, options that no other insurer does. Great. So rounding up the, what we've said, what we've said so far, again, I think it's really important to choose a cost-effective plan and choose an insurer which has a good track record in healthcare. So, as you know, Rifles Health Insurance, we do healthcare as our main um, business. And so I, I think uh, uh, part of Rifles Medical Group, that is. So we do know what we're doing in terms of health. The other thing that RHI has is that we have plans for every situation. So uh, Juliet has spoken previously about the A plus RH plan, which is a very interesting plan. It's a hybrid of both government hospital cover and private hospital cover, which is a lot more affordable than the general private plan out there. We also have something for every life stage. So for some of our listeners who may have chronic diseases such as diabetes, hypertension, most other insurers may not be able to cover you for that. We do have a program whereby we can cover people with such illnesses. And this is, again, alluding back to that stage in life when you're thinking about you have accumulated medical illnesses, uh, medical illnesses um, and you, you may be thinking about the affordability of cover. So this is one very interesting uh, program that we have called the RCMP plan. My colleague will also be talking about this next week. You are absolutely right. That is coming up next week. Thank you, Dr. Liu, for being with us today. Dr. Isaac Liu is a pediatrician at Raffles Hospital. Next week, our final episode of Your Health, Your Wealth. We're going to understand if you have an IP, if you have pre-existing conditions, do you have options when it comes to your integrated shield plan? Will your pre-existing conditions affect your coverage and should you give up all hope of IP coverage if you have pre-existing conditions? Uh, a little spoiler there, the answer is no, you don't have to give up all hope. We're going to share some options for you as Dr. Isaac Liu uh, alluded to a little earlier. Thank you so much for listening to Your Health, Your Wealth. I'm Michelle Martin. Again, my guest today, Dr. Isaac Liu, pediatrician at Raffles Hospital. If you missed any part of the show, you can watch Dr. Liu all over again on YouTube a little later today. Money and Me on Your Money, only on Money FM 89.3. Your health, your wealth, understanding your integrated shield plan options was brought to you by Raffles Health Insurance. Raffles Health Insurance, your specialist health insurer. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.